Boom! There it is! Hit it. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, we get to do a blast from the past. So yeah. uh, we get to talk to the Invictus Advisors, Mr. Vidal, Espinoza, Lunch with the Shark, and Jeff Redondo. Woo-woo. They came on the show uh, probably, it was January, right? January is where we met on the podcast? I think it was actually before that because I said – I I think it was in 2019. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it was last year. Yeah, because yeah. I think we started – we did a we did a series after that yep. in yeah. January. Yep. yep. Right? So, uh, okay, let, let's go back a little bit. How how did you guys even hear about the bros? How did that happen? That's Jeffrey. That, yeah, I actually – I you know, I was trying to book Vidal on different podcasts, honestly, and I uh, – he was, was trying to prostitute saying podcasts in San Diego. Yeah, pretty much is what it ended up being. <laughs> I was just trying to get him out there, you know, to talk about, you know, what we can do for different businesses and how we can help them and, you know, how the, um, how we can support their business to grow and, you know, to uh, make more profits. So then I stumbled upon uh, you guys and I figured, oh, you're San Diego. So um, since we're in San Diego too, I figured we'd um, start there and see where things went. The local boys. All right, so you hit me up, and I was like, yes, I think talking taxes, I think that would be a great idea. Uh, Let's get it all in here. You guys showed up, uh, and what was that experience like when you got on the show, Vidal? What did you think, uh, stepping behind the mic probably for – I don't know if it was your first time or if you had been on a couple shows. What was that like? Uh, It it wasn't my first time, though, but – Actually, I had no idea what we were going uh, to. Like Jeff was Jeff. It's he was acting like really my um, my manager. Like you're gonna go there. You're gonna talk about this. You're gonna sit. You're gonna just do this and da 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 da. So the the what I, I thought about it, it was like okay, well another show, uh, another another uh, another ep, whatever it is. But one thing that really caught my attention, and I think it was Jeff's aim, is that the very first time we met you guys, um, we sat at your table uh, uh, at your studio, and you said, you know what, pull out your phone and yeah. send a, uh, a like to everyone in your Facebook and like the business bros, and then <laughs> connect to... Uh, this server, so you can uh, hop into the uh, into the the show, and your vid- your phone can record it, and you can be live, and so forth, so on. And that was I thought. It's, I think Jeff is the same. That was ingenious. Like you immediately got like 70, 80 people from our li- from my list, my friends, and then also Jeff's. Like that was that that was like, huh, interesting. It's funny that how that worked. How that worked. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that was a I, lesson that I heard learned from somebody else. I wasn't that even wasn't uh, – uh, oh, somebody's oh, got an echo. I think it's uh, – there you go. So I, I had learned that from somebody else. I went to be a guest on somebody else's show, and uh-huh. they did that to me. And I had the same thought that you did. I was like, oh, 
That's Genius. the trick right there. That's a trick. And we had started doing that with every single person that showed up on the show. And the, and the pitch is pretty simple because it makes sense. I'm like, look, you're coming on the show because yeah. you want exposure. So let's give you the most exposure possible. This is what you do. You send it out. We're going to go live in a second. When you do, now all those people that you want to see your, your episode are now going to be able to see your episode. They're going to get an alert that we're going live, which is which is essentially doing exactly what you wanted it to do, right? That's that's a, that's the thing. So Jeff, after we went live, after we we went uh, we had our first conversation, what did you think of the entire production and presentation of the show? I loved it. You know, it was um, – for me, it was – um, it, it was for me. It was great to see you guys kind um, starting off doing a podcast like this. And as soon as we got back, we were immediately like, "This is something that we can do. Like this mm -hmm. is not that complicated, right?" And I think it was really from that inspiration where we started Lunch with a Shark, and now we're like 175, 180 episodes in. And it's like, it's almost like a cakewalk now because we got everything so dialed in. It's like, you know, we, it, it was great. For me, it was, it was just really easy to kind of see how simple, you know, and it, and it even got more simpler once we started using StreamYard. Oh, so let's, let's, let's hit on that for a little bit. So you guys, you guys essentially decided that, uh, podcasting was, a, was a cool thing. And you weren't the first person to do that. There's a, there's a, quite a few people who came on the show and they, uh, I don't know, maybe the, the mic kissed them. I don't know what it is, but they got the, they got that touch that they were like, okay, now is the time, right? This is, this is something that I can do. This is something that I can use in my business to help grow. Uh, and then, but before you even started the podcast, you kind of reached out and you were like, okay, what's going to happen here? How are we going to, uh, let, let's, let's test this to see if this is even something we want to do. And we did a six part series or was it six part, mm -hmm. four part. I don't remember exactly. Like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, uh, whose, whose idea was it to do the series and, and yeah. how did you decide to do it? Jeff's, it was Jeff's idea. Like he's, he's very creative when it comes to re really prostituting me. And I say, you know what? <laughs> my brain, stop it. Because it's actually, he just says, go do this. You're, you have a podcast in, in one hour. Like, uh, like what am I going to talk about? Oh, you'll, you'll be fine. And everything happens. But he, it, it was actually his idea on, on the planning for 2020, which go figure, it's almost the end of 2020. And uh, uh, he says, you know what? You need to be out there. You need to be seen. You need to be do this. You need to do that. And it was his idea. I don't know if he run it through you or through James and, uh, you guys made it happen. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a genius idea cause we had never done that before. We had never had a uh, repeat guests at that point. Uh, but the way, the way Jeff pitched it was like, Hey, we're thinking of doing uh, multiple series. We can talk about, you know, these, these things. And I was like, Oh, those are great topics. It was tax season, by the way, it was January, yeah. the beginning of the year why not talk taxes at the beginning of the year so that people can get in line, right? I mean, most you, you and I, we, we, we have a background in taxes and our, our, the person that we're going after as far as the tax client is not the person who's filing in the first two weeks of January anyways, right? We want to talk to that person who is filing with either at the end of the, the you know, April 15th marker or in October because they got other issues going on. So you, you had some great information to come out with how did you feel coming in the second and third time uh, with with an agenda? You know what? Uh, 
after the the first uh, show that we were with you guys, and and the first episode of the series, I said, you know what, this is very relaxed, and I actually like even though I had we had an agenda, we had uh, uh, pre uh, selected topics. It was very easy. It was very um, uh, simple. Uh, we felt very well received by you guys. Uh, we felt very comfortable. Actually, at least me, I felt really comfortable just talking to both of you because it was simple. Jeff, uh, did you see another side of it all that you hadn't seen before once he started to light up with the with the whole idea of podcasting on a regular basis? Yeah, and it's actually funny because we didn't, you know, we, both of us were just like, eh, we don't know about this, right? And then um, we were first doing it, I think we were doing it like once a week. And then we ended up doing it twice a week. And then we ended up doing it like three times a week. And now it's like an everyday thing. And um, he's actually like, you know, it was that whole hesitancy, you know, and now he's like, okay, what are we doing? Like, what's, what's the plan for this week? Or what's, you know, what are we going to talk about? Or how are we going to structure it so that we're really positioning ourselves as a subject matter expert? And so every week, you know, I sit down with our the rest of our marketing team and we, you know, we have topics planned out through the end of the year, you know, right now. And so we usually plan, you know, topics two or three months out. And they're all the same topic, usually have one week. And then we talk different aspects of that one topic. And um, it's just been a really great um, kind of uh, see, experience to see where we started and where we are now, like 180 episodes in, you know, going from more of a teaching, Vidal writing on the, on the you know, the, the um, like the poster board to more of like a conversation now. You know, it's more mm -hmm. of a conversation that he's having with the people on the other side. So when you guys decided to go into this podcasting space, by the time you decided to kind of really hit the ground running, we had this worldwide pandemic. Everybody was uh, mm -hmm. kind of stuck in their in their places and uh, and you had to kind of revamp the way you were going to do things. And that was the first time we sat down and actually started working together. What was that experience like to start your podcast, not knowing where exactly what you were going to get going, but you had an idea of what you wanted? Um, before, before we, uh, we were, uh, guests at, at, at your show for the very first time, we were doing little, um, weekly, um, videos. If you remember Jeff at the office with, uh, with Sal, with Sal, oh, yeah. uh, to help promote. And it was, this was, this started actually to promote a marketing agency that we were trying to launch. Right. And again, we had to be seen. We had to be at stages. We had to be shown. We have to be generating content. And it was in the back of my mind. And I was trying to even convert one of our offices into a studio. And uh, and then again, this the pandemic hit and we were doing this like on a daily basis. It's not simple. It's not easy. It's actually not easy to sit down in front of a camera or in front of a microphone and talk for 20, 30, 40 minutes on a daily basis or on a weekly basis 
whomever thinks that, oh, that shit is super simple, that easy, I can do it. I dare you. And Jeff can tell you to that. I, I dare you sitting down and speaking for 20 minutes about a topic and make it interesting and fun. There's a shitload of podcasts out there that are, I am so sorry, super boring because, dude, this is not a, a seminar. I am not preaching. And even if you're preaching, you need to make it exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I need you to know. make it exciting. But, but you've gotten better over time, right? Like, I know if oh, I listened yeah. to my first episode, it was horrible, right? But oh, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now we have more energy. Our first episode, it's going to be like, holy shit, was that I? Like, now it, I make it fun. It's funny. It's, I'm, I'm eager to be at live every single day. <laughs> like, I'm, ready. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I totally feel that. I 100% I completely understand that. I, like, I, I can't cannabis. I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but to laugh uh, when when Hernan and I first started uh, the business bros. The only way that Nan got me on the show and the only way that I continued to do it was with beers in my hand. Like I was <laughs> I was drinking my way through it. And that's how the business bros started out. I, I was feeling hey, it after a few and helps. it worked. It worked. But now you know I'm 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 with you guys you know doing my own show uh, daily and it's it's definitely a lot different. But it's I actually a lot different. think that it's because of guys that we have had consistency. We had the guts to uh, to launch our own. We need to thank you, and we're really grateful for what you've done for us with guiding Jeff, uh, the intros, the outros, pushing us because. I remember that I was doing this. I think we were doing it with our cell phones. Isn't that right, Jeff? Mm -hmm. And it was you, Hernan, who said, you guys need to do this on a video, on a computer, with a camera, this, this, and this, and that. And now, look, we even have this chingadera. Uh, I don't even see it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, everywhere I go, I, it comes with us. Nice. Yeah, one quick USB mic and it makes all the difference in the world in your sound, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and you know, people appreciate that uh, when, they're, when they're listening to your stuff. Now, you know, at 12 o'clock, I know Lunch with the Shark is on. Uh, and if I'm available, I hop on and listen to a little something. And you learn a little something from people. You know, one of the, the coolest things that I talk about all the time is I get to meet amazing people that are smarter than me, that have done things that I haven't done yet, that, I, that are accomplishing things that I haven't accomplished yet. And they're freely giving away all their experience and all their education and all their knowledge. And it's up to us as the listener to say, okay, I need to learn something new. I need to consume this content so that I can be smarter. You know, we've paid countless dollars to universities to listen to people to teach. And now it's all accessible to us and we're willing to share our experiences. It's, it's, um, uh, I don't know why people don't take advantage of that more often. Do you know why? Because, uh, According to one of our coaches, they throw out of the window, they throw even the kitchen sink out of the window when they're in those conferences and seminars because 99% of the attendees will do shit with that information. Mm -hmm. More than 75% of people that buy courses or seminars online 
will never open them. <laughs> so, so having That's wild. that email on their inbox, they think they're going to be smarter. Fuck that. Or I'll buy the seminar that it's $10,000 in 30 days, and they're expecting to have the $10,000 automatically deposited into their bank account. Really? They want the automatic ROI, right? Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about, about sponsorship. So I have this box right here. This box came in today because oh, we have a new sponsor snap. coming up. So we got Manscape, uh, the Clippers. What? So uh, I'm gonna do. I, I haven't opened it yet because I want to do an unboxing video and have all the content squared away. What's up with uh, the unboxing videos? Like, what's going on with that? To me. To me, it's 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 uh, it's additional pieces of content. So I'm I, right. I'm not gonna do an unboxing live, but when I record it now, if I'm if if I have like in my mind, I'm thinking I can be talking about the product, and rather than you seeing my face, you're seeing like I, I you're hearing me, but what your visual is gonna be the product that you know the they're supposed to, supposedly they sent me like you know the equipment itself, they sent me underwear, which I don't think I'm gonna wear on screen, right? Uh, and, <laughs> and the shirt, I don't know, I might. Who knows? We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm pretty crazy. I mean, I've, I've been known to make a parody or two, so making fun of myself is okay. Uh, but I, I was going to ask you guys about that. H have you have you looked into or started considering uh, specific sponsorships for your show? Um, you know, that's up to you. You know, I, we really haven't. Uh, you know, part of it was, you know, the couple, I think it was last week or we, maybe it was earlier this week. When you guys, I, I actually am a regular, you know, one of your loyal listeners. That's so right. That's right. You're getting a Yui. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, you guys, I think it was earlier this week, you were talking with someone about, well, maybe you guys were, I don't remember. It was either you guys or you had a guest on that were talking about um, social media and about you need to have enough, you know, followers. And, you know, we, we kind of vary, you know, you have to be, like you've talked about, you have to be consistent. So we, we vary anywhere from like one, person following us to like up to six you know mm -hmm. and i would love to get to a point to where we have consistency you know like 10 15 people and then yeah maybe we can definitely consider you know at you know looking for some sort of sponsor or doing the sponsor plugs that you you know another thing you taught me about anchor fm where you can actually get the sponsor do the sponsorships through anchor fm so, you know, we honestly haven't looked at it and it's only part, partly, like I said, because I wanted to get more of a following so mm -hmm. we could really mm -hmm. justify that to the sponsors. I can, I can understand that, but sometimes it's a, it's a niche thing, right? So I uh, think, so, for example, today, by the way, just before this show came on, uh, do you guys know who Billy Jean is? Billy Jean is marketing. Okay, so he, I was, I was on my phone answering some stuff, and I see, oh, Billy Jean's going live. So I hit the live button, and one of the first things he says is, "All right, I'm just here going to do a Q and A. Who wants to chat it up?" And I was like, boom, hit the request button, right? And and I got picked. And so I was talking to him, uh, and I was listening as he was saying something, and he was he was talking about how. Uh, you don't have to have that huge audience. Sometimes it's just that connection. It's what you're going to offer that particular client. You have a, a specific type of listener right now. And that specific type of listener is looking for something. So if it's not sponsorship, what can you offer that particular listener that they could benefit from? So he had this other kid on uh, and he, and this is something that I thought, Ooh, this is genius. I can do this right now. Um, 
he's like, what if you, you know, he's, he's like, what do you charge people to do stuff? And the kid was said something like, oh, I charge people anywhere from like 200 to $400. And he said, well, what do you, what do you get in return? He's like, oh, well, I do Facebook ads and we have them do videos, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, but what are you, what are you doing for me? Like marketing is so vague and so broad. People have a different mm. opinion of it. Right. And he's like, if I were you, I'd niche down super small. I'd make, I'd take all the variables out of it. He's like, and, and this is one that I'm going to use. He's like, if I were you, I'd go up to people and be like, hey, I'm going to reach out to all your prior clients and I'm going to create testimonial videos for you. I charge X amount of dollars for that and shut up. Nice. And now it's like, look, that's it, right? That is something super simple that I would love to do. I get to talk to a bunch of people and I record it and I send it up as a, like, that would be awesome and ideal, right? But on the, on the other side, you have specific clients or specific listeners listening for something that you're talking about every single day. I mean, yeah. every, every topic that you have written out, you have a pure plan. People know that when they come to talk, to listen to lunch with the shark, I'm going to learn something on entities. I'm going to learn something on taxes. I'm going to look some, learn something on, on financial strategies and planning and accounting. That's, that's my niche. So what can mm -hmm. I offer these people? And then, and then kind of focus from there. You're a hundred percent right. Like, uh, everything that we say or everything you say, it's online. We we are not yeah. we we're we're not inventing or making shit up. Maybe we are. Maybe we aren't. But but who knows, right? Google it first. And if it, and if, if the president could do it, then we could do it, right? <laughs> if the media can do it, why can't we? Yeah, exactly. Because it's not only the president; it's everybody. Everybody is like uh, it, because the information out there it's vast there's shit lot of information i call it there's diarrhea of information because everybody has information at their fingertips the problem is that you don't speak the lingo you don't speak the jargon i don't speak james jargon when it comes to insurance mm -hmm. jeff doesn't speak jargon uh, uh i don't speak jeff's jargon when it comes to marketing so i don't understand it so what I try to do is, and I, same as you, I try to explain the complicated things in a language that they can understand. We translate it. The problem mm -hmm. comes when they want to apply themselves the translation based on what they understand. That's when we come with problems mm -hmm. in English. That's a that big problem. That is so true. That is so true. But that, that comes down to what you were talking about earlier, where we're saying, okay, you have 99% of the population that goes to a certain training seminar isn't going to implement. And then sometimes you get the one or 2% that implement without using the professional who needs to help them get there. The problem is when it comes to a services like the one you provide or us, which is accounting taxes, is like there's certain softwares out there that are going to be able to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. But you don't speak that language. And you want to be so cheap that you want to do it on your own? But when uh, I click the button, my refund gets bigger. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But when there's the knock on the door from the IRS and the Department of Treasury, uh, you know what? You owe me the refund plus all the, the money that uh, you have is like, holy shit. It's like, it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's an, I'm going to give you an example. There's a lady that I called that I was talking to her this, this, um, this morning 
And she's like, oh, well, but Google told me this. And now the IRS is after me. And there's this collection company. I could not hold myself. And I said, you know what? Call Google and see if they can get you out of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Because, Because if you refer to Google, Google must be right. Therefore, if you didn't pay Google, call Google and have them fix you the problem. They're not going to be able to fix you the problem. They're not going to cough up an attorney. They're not going to cough up the taxes that you had to pay or didn't pay. But it's Google, right? That's true. It's, you know what? I, I am a big fan of the University of Google. I'm a big fan of the University of YouTube. I spend a lot of time there uh, and, and I learned to do certain things. But like you said, when it comes to other aspects of what we're doing, like that's that's where you got to go and 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 you know trust but verify, right? Trust but verify. Go out and try it. Uh, but there's certain things like I don't know. I wouldn't personally build my own house. I just I I wouldn't. I I in my my studs oh my are supposed. I know the studs are supposed to be 16 that, inches that apart. People just YouTube it. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> right. That's it, right? I, I get yeah, it. But I would never do that. So why would I go to 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 do other things that I think you know that that there are professionals out there that can get that done for me? I'm gonna tell you what's that what that is. You have a very little common sense. The problem is that there's no common sense. And if YouTube tells me that it's very easy to build your own house, you're gonna try to do it to save a couple of dollars. Thank God there's people like James that sell insurance. And at least maybe I get some insurance or your neighbors have insurance because when that house falls down houses and they, (laughs) it happens, they're going to be protected. But what are you going to do? Are you going to call YouTube and say, Hey, you know what? The video that I watch on building the house, uh, it screwed me over. Here's a hypothetical. Jeff, what do you think of this? Do you think at some point in the future, we're going to have some sort of litigation issue because somebody said this is how you do something on TikTok, on YouTube or something like that. And then somebody else goes out and builds it and it falls apart or somebody dies or some something like that happens. You think we're going to see some litigious uh, stuff? And that's kind of scary for a marketer, right? Yeah. I mean, that stuff already happens. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like you know, Vidal was just talking where, you know, you watch a video and you can, you know, people are able to like to do whatever they need to do. And I think that's, it's when you start to think about the way we're heading, it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, further down the line, how we are impacting each other's um, lives with that. The the problem is that we don't know as society or as consumers, uh, we don't know, how to differentiate what's actually important, what should I not be cheap on, and what, where should I invest really so I can protect myself. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the biggest problems that we have as society, as consumers, because as service providers, I can say, oh, you know what? Uh, let me try to Google this and I'll do this, right? But we'll go out and I'll spend $20,000 on the trip. But I don't want to spend $5,000 on an attorney or $5,000 on an accountant because I fuck it. QuickBooks can do it for me almost for free. 
Yeah, that's that's funny. I had I had an attorney on yesterday and I was kind of asking him that same question. I was like, dude, come on. You got to tell me what life is like as an attorney because everything I see on TV sounds pretty glamorous. You wear a suit, you go to court, you yell at the at the jury, you come home, you have a couple <laughs> drinks and you're set. But what's life like really for an attorney? And, you know, when you start looking at what they do on a day to day basis and how they're protecting you, when you start looking at the accountant, oh, you probably have an easy job. You just, you know, you just count some beans and you're set. You're good. You, taxes. Oh, you're just filling out a few forms. You're good. But when you look at what they're doing and what they're and how they're uh, using those systems to protect you, all of a sudden what you're paying them is worth it. Right. All of a sudden that makes more that makes more sense. It's like, well, they, they it's don't like, understand nor know what we have to have in order for us to protect you, the, the, our client. Like, you don't know how much our, our, our insurance costs. You don't know how many uh, people in our team are. You don't know the back of the house. You see the front of the house. It's like when you walk into a restaurant, you don't see how many people or staff they have behind the counter. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not very easy or it's not a, a inexpensive and you you do want a, a maximum maximize a maximum refund right you want yeah. those those uh, earn income credits you want those credits and so forth and so on dude that cost me a shitload of money at tons of hours and studying a lot and that has a price one of my favorite things about you guys is you get you have that no bs approach like i'm just gonna tell you like it is this is this is the situation this is exactly what's gonna happen uh and and you know when you talk to a lot of professionals out there uh a lot of them try to hide what's going on in the situation whether it's good whether it's not so much when it's good news but when it's bad news where the communication level is not there uh, but what you guys do is completely different. And, and especially you, Vidal, like, I mean, the shark CFO makes total sense because you're going to bite somebody's head off when they're making a mistake. You're just going to let them have it. But it's for their own good, right? I mean, it's like, it's like when you have a kid, if the kid does something wrong and you just never say anything about it, then they're never going to understand how to fix the problem. Right. And your clients are oftentimes like your kids. Like, here's a situation. You lay it out for them. You let them make a choice. But you have the balls to actually tell them what the situation is. You don't hide and run. Wouldn't you prefer to somebody that it's providing you advice or giving you advice and helping you try to grow your business or even grow you personally to tackle things straight head on instead of trying to go around the bushes and like, oh, you know what? I might think that you can do that. Why don't we try this? It's like like new, 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 new parent. Use your words. Fuck, use your words. Slap and, and go ahead. It's like, how, <laughs> how were we raped? Did we come out wrong? Hells no. Fuck that. Use your words. Please use your words. No, there's no use your words. <laughs> well, yeah, use your words. But here, here's the thing, though. I think it, it all comes with, with uh, age and maturity, right? When you're young, when you're super, super young, I can give you all the words in the world. Doesn't mean you're understanding what I'm right. saying, right? right? So that's why a little bit of pain goes a long way. Right. As you, you get older, your, your teeth come back after the freaking. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain Crunch, where are you? Where are you? Sticking um, up for him or what? I <laughs> can tell you, tell you, Captain Crunch has a couple of spankings of his own. Instead of Captain Crunch, use your words. No, no, no. Don't like, come on, really? <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, for all the listeners, Captain Crunch is our dog. So yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, what are you talking about spanking Captain Crunch? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we, we got to clarify. We got to clarify. Like, what's going James, on there? Fernand, Jeff, I, we were slapped or spanked when, as we grew up, really. And nothing mm -hmm. happened to us. We grew up to be very good uh, 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 people. And we love and, our parents. And we adore our parents. They're like, they're like, everybody has shit. Like everybody mm -hmm. has issues. Everybody has problems. Psychologists and therapists are making a shitload of money because of us. But you know what? Nothing went wrong. We're still here. We're, We're still, still here. here. We don't still live here. in a. We're still here. Live in a glass cage. Yeah, yeah it's true. You right. lost. You lost. <laughs> you were, well, you that's where. Don't don't even get me started on participation trophies. We're not even going to go there. <laughs> Dude, what, do you know that my, my thing here with my brothers is like everybody? It's a pat in the back. Like you did good, even though you came in second. What is it going to happen when they don't get that contract? What's going to happen when they don't get that job? What is it going to happen when they don't get that that girlfriend or boyfriend? What are you going to do? Call oh, mom. Here, <laughs> yeah, for what? Like, use you your be, words. <laughs> use your words. Use your big boy words. Come on, let's yeah. go. Talk to your boss. Can you imagine? Can you imagine as an employer getting a call from mom? Uh, you mistreated my child at work. <laughs> <laughs> your kid's fired. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> oh, which, had, which one's your kid? <laughs> yeah, if I had this remote idea of hiring him, it, it's gone. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you sealed his fate. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> now you. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, real quick, uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you. I'm gonna leave this one up to Jeff. Uh, Jeff is the marketing guy. How can we get a hold of you if people want to work with you guys? You can actually visit uh, Invictus Advisors USA is our Instagram, or you can visit uh, um, InvictusAdvisors.com. Uh, and if you want to book a call with Vidal, you can actually visit invictus-advisors.com slash shark, and he can actually set you up. So. Boom. And I noticed there's a typo scrolling on the screen. It is not .com, .com. It is just .com. Oops. There we go. There we go. Oh. It's okay. You know, before you guys run off, you know, I just wanted to say um, thanks to Hernan. You know, our house finally sold, and, you know, he um, he got us – Finally, it took a while, <laughs> um, but, uh, um, you know, if anyone has a house, definitely, <laughs> you know, we're still looking for a home. So, you know, send those, you know, to Hernan. We're looking in Chula Vista, ladies and gents, all you agents out there. You know, you've been already hit up by me a couple of times, but you keep, uh, I'll keep hitting you guys up anyways. Uh, and if you're in a situation where you're thinking about getting ready to sell and you're in Chula Vista and you, you're, you're on the fence. I got buyers that are ready to go, so <laughs> let me know. Yeah, you know, just real quick, I, I know we got to go, but, you know, the whole home buying process has been a really, um, anyone that's anyone that wants to sell a home, be prepared just like business where there's ups and downs and there's frustration and there's anger and there's happiness and there's like, it's just like running a business, oh. you know? Except it's all jam-packed into like a few short weeks, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely say, you know, um, you definitely want an agent that's going to work with you and you, you know, you got to have an agent that's going to, that's going to help you, you know, 
and deal with you going through those highs and lows and those, you know, all that different stuff. So um, I just want to say one thing or a couple of things or whatever. I, I actually, I want to uh, really thank you, Hernan, because I know you did not have a very easy process with us. I actually stayed behind. I actually did not get involved in any part of the process whatsoever of selling our house. I heard pretty much every conversation you and Jeff had here, things here and there. He would call you like two, three, four, five times, 10 times a day about <laughs> anything or everything that he might think about the house. And I want to say one thing, you always answer his calls with a smile and extremely courteous at any point in time of the day or the week or whatever. I know that you're, you're, you might have had issues with in uh, the house with whatever, like it's, it, it's life. You're human. We, 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 we have a life, but mm -hmm. every time you answer Jeff's phone calls, which was pretty much twice every single day, <laughs> <laughs> There was no time that I heard you upset, like, holy shit, he's calling me again. Really? I I was thinking that, really? Hernan <laughs> <laughs> again? But I heard no, 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 like, upset, no nothing from you. That is super commendable. You are the Nordstrom's of customer service when it comes to a real estate agent. Thank you. Communication, and, and that's a quote. You can, <laughs> I'm clipping that. Yeah, I'm clipping that. You are the Nordstrom's of real estate agent because I know real estate agents. I have customers that are, I have clients that are real estate agent. They claim that I have amazing customer service. They have shitty customer service right to the service you provide us. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I mean, am not saying it just to say it, okay? I mean it. Trust me. I'm the shark CFO and I'll tell you as it is. I know you will. <laughs> this shit is not happening ever. Now, on the other side, communication should be crucial. Mm -hmm. We got screwed I over. Yeah, I 100%, I 100% agree. Uh, you know, and, and that's that's part of the way I was raised. I want to give kudos to, you know, my parents for that, uh, for sure. But for us, that's why our number one rule in business is to be of service to others. It, it doesn't matter. And, and, you know, I had this conversation with Jeff because, like you said, highs and lows, right? There's times where, where he was at his lows. And hey. I have to be there to support you through the lows as well as through the highs, right? It's, it's, the it's just the way it I'm is. I'm sure you had lows at the same time that Jeff had lows, and it did not show. You yeah. show high. You show up there. You deliver the added value that you provided just by being there. Maybe as a real estate agent. Maybe as a friend. Because I'm pretty sure we've developed a friendship already at this point in time. But besides that, uh, dude, like, if you're you're human. We mm -hmm. all have a life, and not everything is it's it's purple or pink or whatever. Not everything is happiness, but but you delivered. You delivered, and and I can just say again, communication, communication, just speak truthfully, honestly, will amazing. 
Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, uh, Jeff, I hope I hope I did a, a, a good job. We're, we're halfway through. So we still got the other half to go, <laughs> yeah. right? We're halfway done. We got the other half to go. But if, you know, that, and that's one of the things that I, you. right? But it, but this is one of the things that that I talk about all the time. I'm like, I, I couldn't. And, and there's times where it would be later at night, and I wouldn't call you because I didn't know if you you know awake or whatever. But I would still send a text message because I want to make sure that no matter what, even if I had nothing to report, I yeah. would still make sure that I I sent you that I have nothing to report to for that day. And and. That's that's something that you need to do for all your, uh, and it's it's not just you guys. It's for every every client that I've had that I that I've had that I have. Uh, it's just part of my process to make sure that I do that sort of thing. But uh, but like I said, you know, ups and downs they come, and I hopefully I did a, I did a good job then. Yeah, I mean, you got the you got a amazing price for our house, so you know we're really happy with that. You know, it's just now you step up to the plate. Yeah, when you didn't have to. Uh, uh, you, you, you delivered you, I don't think there was nothing to report because again, Jeff called you or texted you more than two <laughs> times every single freaking day since this process started it back in May. Yeah. But you know what though, here, here's the, here's the thing. And, and we talk about this on, on our shows when you're, when you're trying to develop your client base, right? You should always develop your client base with people that you would hang out with normally. So like, even if I was your agent, you were going through it. I would have been there to like answer the phone and be like, dude, I know it's stressful. I get it. It's, 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 this is the, the moment where you're, you're on edge or congratulations. This is the best part, right? All yeah. those things are still part of what, you know, I, I try to work with people I want to be friends with. There's times I would talk to Jeff and it wouldn't be even real estate. We'd be talking about what we're watching and you know, what's going on yeah. on, on our, on our, you know, binge watches. Like oh, it, it just depends. But you know what? I understand what you're saying, but I can tell you that 99% and maybe I'm wrong, but this is my experience. 99% of the real estate agents that I know or I've dealt with, they're only after the commission. And once the commission is done, or once you sign that agreement that you're going to represent me on selling my house or helping me buy the house, that's it. They put you in touch with their, their assistant or escrow takes most of the uh, of the issues and they just want to sell the house and get all get it get that's it you didn't you actually were there through the whole process and and if i talk about the other uh, agent where we're trying to buy the house fuck that like, really, <laughs> like, it, it's it's communication they they're 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 hiding behind their client and hmm. and you guys as real estate agents you are the mediators between both parties. And if you don't speak truthfully to what your your client represents, you're fucking the other party over. This is like in court. If you are not a good attorney, your client is fucked. They're going to jail for a long time or paying oh, hefty yeah. fines. Yeah. And, and, and you, the attorney, are not going to jail. Your client is going to jail. Mm -hmm. So... If we, if you were an attorney and if we were your clients, you made us not go to jail. Thank you. I hope I don't send anyone to jail. <laughs> well done. Well done. All right, ladies, Jeff, Jeff Vidal, thanks again. Uh, always fun having you guys on the show. Always great personalities. Check out the Shark CFO. It's 12 o'clock on Facebook. You can find it at, at Invictus Advisors uh, USA. Uh, you can find them on Invictus-Advisors.com slash shark for more information to speak to Vidal about all your accounting needs. Ladies and gents, 
This was a fun one. I always have fun when I talk to these guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Oh, and I forgot to mention the only one thing that we do all the time, Ham. Where's that banner at? Where's the banner at? Where's it at? It is S-H-I-T. So happy Thursday. All right, ladies and gents. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.